Check that doesn't go to modern. No, it doesn't. Red, no squeak, dull hum. But it's not you, Paul. Hey! Extractor fan business. Excellent. So, good evening, Paul. Welcome back, Clock Paul. Pleasure to be here again. Yes. Can't imagine why you jumped at the chance <laughs> to come, Paul. Can't imagine what your motivation was. Well, I'm a bit of a spoiler, but I'm very disappointed to be the only scouser well, here tonight. <laughs> He promised he was coming, then he came up with some dodgy business about being in South London. What you are up to, Harry, I don't like to think. Let's just check he hasn't come back to us. I did try and say come anyway, because we were a bit late. At what time was he last heard from? Well, he did come back to us, didn't he? What time was that? About four, no, 3.30, because I was going to be... It was well past the transfer deadline. Oh, no, yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't. It was gone, because I was late, wasn't I? It was about... Half four, he says. Well, I was saying to Paul prior to you showing up that that's technically the first I've heard from Harry since not showing up last week. <laughs> so shut. Of course, we know Harry's off the wagon. I mean, we weren't surprised about that, were we, Steve? But funny enough, I saw he did make football on Monday night. More about Monday nights, football, or goal scoring escapades later. But he was well and truly off the wagon. Steve, he'd fallen off the wagon so badly, and it was exactly as we suspected, it was the <coughs> rehearsal. He had a good rehearsal, so thought that he should go on a 48-hour binge, like all rock stars. I feel like this speech coming from moist January over here. I feel guilty. Bit, uh... I feel guilty because I did put up a post the night about diddly diddly music making me drink. He did message back, well, if it's good enough for you. I feel like I enabled him to fall off the wagon. Don't feel guilty at all. That's something I do very much. Certainly not my bloody fault. <laughs> Harry's appalling behaviour. So yeah, I don't think he's going to come. He did say he was coming, but then he said at four thirty he's running late. But then I said, well, I'm running late. Do try because we wanted a double header. Klaus, 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 the clock off. We had sort of, but he got, yeah, he's, I mean, Terry, not very reliable, which makes him more of a scouser than you actually, Paul, because you are quite reliable. I don't think we'll spoil my team. Yeah. Have you stolen anything recently? Well, two things there. I mean, there's something about Harry's accent that does not make him more of a scouse than me. No, I'm <laughs> just broad Camden. I'm talking about the general term scouse as in to be, you know, a yeah, well, unreliable type of person. Uh, I've, I've, I've dived into the odd bin, but I've never signed on to, to you know. <laughs> Bloody hell. Well, what are you doing there? I've never received a gyro check. Jesus! <laughs> See, you should be a Chelsea supporter. You think you'd have far much more fun and less derision. Well, if he well, turns, I'm, if I'm not, not sure true. about that. Yeah, yeah, if he turns on you before the end of the podcast, we'll know he's a Chelsea fan. <laughs> hey! Whoa. Whoa. Well, it was nothing but love last night at the bridge. Especially now we're going back to Wembley Bridge, which we've not been to for a couple of years. Not that it's great, because inevitably it will be Liverpool again. We definitely want Liverpool up there. But that does almost inevitably mean we're going to lose some penalties. But it does still mean a trip to Wembley. That, that was, was it, was it two seasons two, ago? Two seasons, two games in, you know, yeah, League Cup, FA Cup, both penalties. So games. when you say you haven't been for a while, you mean ben, two, two, years, two years, nearly. It's a long yes. time for us. Long wow. time for us, Paul. Actually, it is a long time. We do tend to go at least once a year. No, as we now know, can be just a semi-final in the FA Cup, but we tend to go incredibly regularly. But hey, well, I don't hate to remind you at all. Um, There's lots of articles on the on the Guardian, yeah, um, about 
uh, re- reminiscing about 36 years ago, Middlesbrough relegating Chelsea in I the playoffs. Put, I put the picture up on the Instagram. You don't have Instagram, do you? On Instagram, and it's I. We've talked about that. I was there. Yeah. We took an Aussie mate, with Nigel's friend. We took him to the game. Actual riot, an actual riot, and it was hysterical. Was that at Essen Park? In, no, in it was two legs playoffs. Yeah. So they they won one nil. No, did they win two? I think they won two nil. Yeah. And they came to our place, and we won one nil. But of course, wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Yeah. And so brilliant. It was obviously the first and only time they did the playoffs were a two legs, not at Wembley, two legs. And you could have the shittiest team in the Premiership or the First Division, as it was then, playing against somebody. So some them for promotion, us for relegation. Yeah. And as soon as you came close to realising what was going to happen, thought, well, how? Who didn't see this coming? So inevitably, twenty Middlesbrough supporters went on the pitch and they got promoted because they're delighted. And about two thousand Chelsea supporters came straight <laughs> off from the other side. We were watching it in the middle, just throwing things happening to ourselves. And it's just a riot. They got police. And there's a great clip. I'll try and I'll show you the video because some of these it's very deadpan commentary because the yeah the, the middle sports came on, then the Chelsea sports came on, then tried to get to the middle sports in good old eighties fashion. Then the police drove them back, and so he goes, and then the Chelsea hooligans turned on the police. <laughs> Just see this fight going on. They had police horses on. They had horses going up and down the front of the road. And this Aussie. He couldn't believe it because there was a bit of a riot at the start of the game because Middlesbrough's got in behind us. He couldn't believe it because um, when it became apparent, there was about 20 of them, they cheered at the corner for Middlesbrough. So apparently they were in the benches, again, not a sensible place to be if you're an away supporter. This, this guy got Mike, this Aussie, to stand up and he ripped his back of his seat off to throw it at the Middlesbrough who didn't have a seat back at all for the rest of the game. And at the end, being an Aussie, goes, that's great. Is it like this every game? <laughs> no, Mike. Very lucky to experience a proper riot at a football match. Which he part won. of South Africa did he come from? <laughs> sure, Melbourne. Now, if we watch these videos back, are we going to see you in the background? I stayed off, actually, it was a bit worried because I had to be established. I was on the pitch for the Reading game. I was on the pitch when we won 5 in against Leeds to get promoted. I didn't go on the pitch for the riot because even I could see that wasn't going to end well for anyone. It didn't end well because it got quite nasty. Especially as soon as you see horses involved, I think it's important to go to the pub, which is exactly what we did. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was, it, yeah, I did know about that and I was quite worried. I've got to be honest, as we did mention last week, we did, good to our words, four actual season ticket holders made it, turned up at the Sloney Pony, the white horse passing the screen. We did take precautions to numb us in case it was too painful. Uh-huh. So we did do... Quarter, we have a quarter instead of a third of a gummy bear, but the reason for that was Piers saved the day by being our designated driver. We never have a designated driver in the morning, and it was superb. So we were quite confused. I think, safe to say, we probably would have got lost from the white horse to the ground, but Piers was with us. He got us there, and of course, it was like you were saying, actually, before we started. First 10 minutes, tippy tappy passing backwards, and you could hear the crowd already getting agitated, going, Well, we're going, frankly, we're goal down, tippy tappy passing football, we need to score goals quickly. So 10 minutes, it was a bit anxious, and then just you know, four goals in the first half. It's the most relaxed game of football with something at stake. 
Look at the fees. Well, nothing in her, but the fact that we were high as kites. Yeah, I was going to say, nothing to do with the state <laughs> that, of mind you're in. That did help. But we went to the Fulham game, Neil Neil, and we thought it was a great game. In fact, entertainingly, because Nigel and Scott were there on that one as well when we did it before, and Nigel's going, yeah, that was great, that game. It was such a good match as well. And he looked at him, what are you talking about? It was nil nil. <laughs> nothing else. He said, was he? He, th- he, in his head, it was a great football match as well. He was so far gone, but then... So yeah, we had a great time, and then we got, and then, because we had designated driver, good mixer. Afterwards, for celebrations, for afters, entertainingly, Piers laughed, he said, do you realise you almost didn't get in? Nigel and I almost didn't get in, because the, the, the bouncer goes, have you been drinking? And I, I did, that actually properly flummoxed me, I thought, well, it's, it's got to be a quick, trick question. What am I supposed to say to that? Of course we've been drinking. <laughs> but fortunately, he watched me and Nige. Nige equally just went all shiny eye and confused and absolutely gone. And Piers steps in. We've been to the football and we've had a couple of drinks. But I'm the designated driver, so I'll look after them. This guy wasn't going to let us in. His <laughs> eyes had gone completely. So we got into the good mixer, which is, we used to normally go there after Champions League games. But we've decided that game, that whole competition somehow sullied and not worthy. I think only real proper tournament now is the It's funny how Carabao that happens. Carabao Carabao Cup, yeah. 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 I'm clearly at the wrong table to win this argument. But, uh, it always amazes me with the Chelsea friendly atmosphere. Yeah. When you then get to half time and you're 4-0 up, this ability fans have to not look inwards and think Ooh, that first 10 minutes, I was really having a moment. The, and exactly. the switch was hysterical. <laughs> the, the ignorance yeah. of that switch that we don't see. They were trying yeah. to give... Because we've got some people trying to give Sterling a hard time. Quite bizarre, because he's one of our best players. But they're, they're on his back. You can, and he, he did a couple of things that were really cross. But, you know, as always, he made a load of the goals. You know, if not the assist, it was him that made the initial break. And so, it was, yeah, they were going for him. But in the end, it was all smiles, Steve. Everyone was happy. Having said that, even I was slightly uncomfortable with how nasty they were to the middle supporters about having had their day out and they can all fuck off home. It was rude. <laughs> Did sing along with it, because, you know, yeah, of course, not of course, of course. But yeah, it was very good, but quite a challenging day today. I found it hard to get up to full productivity. Yeah. Well, being, being a Liverpool fan with most of my family from Middlesbrough, I was really looking forward to them holding out. And but yeah, yeah, true. Of course, yeah. Devastated. Sure. Devastated to see the, the six goals scored. Six goals, that's it. Because <laughs> frankly... There's not holding out on the six goals. Yeah, that's I mean, exactly. I did say, in, you know, a level of optimism that could only have been chemically induced. I said, I, I think we should... I think we should... I'd like it if we got 5-0 by half-time. I think that was a 1-0. And then... 4-0 frankly you knew you, that was it because even sure as we saw with Luton we could go we could go three up and it wasn't going to be enough but but then you just and if I was to ask you who scored well actually I think Cole Palmer scored a couple Des- Desiree is it Desiree Desiree he scored a great goal are you actually. asking me he's even inventing players to score <laughs> he was something similar to that he scored a great goal because he Stoles made it basically and then kept running and defender. Great goal. The way you were I think he means De Sassi, maybe. I think. Perhaps. I can't remember his name properly. What's his name? The defender, De Sassi. It is De Sassi. It is De Sassi. It's That's like close. having our very own Paul Merson. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
I, why have we not been asked by Sky? <laughs> Who's the great one? It was hysterical. They asked him what happened on the pitch and he missed it completely. Oh, Chris Kamara. Yeah, super. <laughs> the only pundit I'd ever want. I think they could relate to him. But yeah, so it was a good performance. Cole Palmer probably was player of the game again for us. It has been almost all season. But yeah, it was good. And we won. When, what time are you kicking off? What time are the scales is that? Um, eight, seven forty-five. I'm not sure. So that was quite funny. At the table at the pub before, we were talking about. Oh, you know, would it be nice to play Fulham because then it wouldn't matter if we lost. We could pretend we let them win because they're such a shitty little club. And if we won, we could just be equally condescending and say you're a shitty little club. Of course, the irony is that Fulham fans are out there saying exactly the same thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, it, but, it, but interesting, Nigel lost the plot. He went, what are you talking about? We want the Scousers. We always want the Scousers because there's always a chance we could beat the Scousers. There's nothing funnier than the squeaky Scousers when they've lost. They get really cross. They get really it's, angry. Squeaky, we've got it five times, and you go on and on, and it's hysterical. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Bruce, I have to, I have to interject. <laughs> I have to interject at this point. I just remember the, in the Carabao Cup two years ago, in the shoe town, yeah. Kepper, who was a, a keeper, wasn't short of self confidence. He, he, he liked himself quite a lot. He had the nerve to sort of stand by one of his posts again for the penalty against Van Dyke. And Van Dijk just stole him, basically just toe punted it with the tiny gap between Kepper and the, the other post he was stood by. You know, he was trying to show him to one side and Van Dijk went, nope. Yeah, I'd forgotten it because the whole thing was a disaster. Was it, was it the one that went on for quite a long time? That was the one that was... The first one did. The first one was like 15 all. And I, yeah. And was it a Kepper that missed his I penalty? I think it was Kepper that missed the penalty, yes. It must have been it was an absolute, That wasn't the same game where he refused to come on. No, that was against City. Well, we couldn't believe we got to a penalty shootout against City because... We were properly expecting to be trounced. And then he refused to go off and then was shy to the penalty. Somebody in City player did have a dodgy penalty and he failed to save it. But yeah, the Liverpool, I think, yeah, all the penalties were good. And kept up. Slowly <laughs> cocked it up. But yeah, I, don't, I didn't go to the FA Cup game, but that was penalties as well. So I was that was penalties as well, yeah. I Suddenly, he doesn't sound so confident going to Wembley. No, no it's not confidence, but he's absolutely right, Nigel. There is a chance we might win, and if there is a chance, we want it to be Liverpool. It's just so much fun. I mean, it's not much fun losing, but you know, you've got to take, you've got to buy the ticket, don't you? What this, Fulham's not enough, frankly. Winning or losing to them is vanilla. Beating Liverpool. Steve, ever. would you mind if I did the pod the week after the Carabao Cup final? Is that okay? Just, just yeah, pencil definitely. Me. Yeah, well, pencil. So, so, subject to tonight's result, pencil me in after. Watch after the speed with the night. Pivot goes stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what idiot gets excited about that? Already, you can hear my excuse. But yeah, so that was brilliant. Weekend-wise, well, let's start with you two. What do weekends? What do you get up to? We've got a bit of about tick. We've done Monday, Tuesday night. I haven't done. I can't yeah. even think that far back. What day is it now? Were, Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. You didn't play, did you? Also didn't play. I was, yeah, Palace 5 0 on Saturday. Thrashed them, yeah. Thrashed them. It's one of those. It was a strange game because you scored in the third minute and then, or fifth minute, whatever it was, and then it was kind of over. It, yeah. came, it was a bit processional after it's that. Just, it was kind of. It, it had the whole pre season. Football without any kind of joy. It was kind of just. Even the, the atmosphere was flat. I, I think, yeah. you know what it is, is, I think it's one of those games where you know the result is gonna cover over the cracks that you need to be seeing. 
Because scoring five goals against so miserable. Neil, scoring five goals against somebody said, "Oh, our place went mental," and then somebody about two hours later said, "It was." It was just Middlesbrough. <laughs> Fuck off, who cares? And the fact is, you won 5 0, you could have. And, and all he's thinking is, we'll never sign a defensive midfielder we need now. <laughs> That's. You win 5 0. What if Rice gets injured? Yeah. You know, there's a week left of the transfer window of nothing happening. And you wanted a knee jerk. And you kind of think, okay, well, if you scrape a 1 0 win. You did last say that last week, you said exactly this, didn't you? You scrape an, a 1 0 win in the 90th minute, and everyone's like, we can't keep doing this. 5-0 and suddenly we're fine. Well, you all know this, actually. Don't need anyone. Monday night, somebody was saying, you've got, like, a specialist set-piece coaching. Yeah. Because on the back of Liverpool, but I think all their goals are set. All this stuff, I'm guessing, because I'm not paying any attention. And they've got a spe- you've got, also got a specialist set-piece. I think that was bigger news than our specialist set-piece coach, because we are a fantasy football podcast after all. 5-0, Captain Saka... Nothing. Yes. Yes. Not even a peep. <laughs> exactly. My three goons didn't get any points. For 30 seconds, he had an assist point for Gabriel's second goal. And it was given as an and own goal. And then it was given as an own goal. So I didn't even look into your so pissed off. Which, which was outrageous. I mean, that, that, that's, a, that's a goal for Gabriel. That's not an own goal. Yeah, I mean, at I don't all, have Gabriel, so I was kind of a little bit glad because I feel like there's probably someone that has. Arsenal fans. Arsenal fans. Good. Do you want him It's just him scoring to be like extra. But yeah, Saka, nothing in 5 0. Absolutely. No, I did realise. I thought, oh, I must have got loads of points. And I had, I've got Odegaard. Didn't get any points either. And now we hear all this thing about players being pushed to their limits and exhausted. We're not doing anything until Tuesday. Yeah, we're playing again on Friday. That's what happens when you know, I'm positions. exhausted, and I've got to be quiet about this, but I'm quite relieved. Tim's over from New York, so I can't go to the game. I've got to be honest, Friday night game's quite tiring for us. <laughs> well, those Friday night games. So I'm sort of relieved, but yeah, all of a sudden, we've, got, we've not had much break at all. So is that a cup game on Tuesday? Yeah. No, it's the league. Because this weekend oh, is the cup. cup. Of yeah, we're out of the cup. So we're renting. How did that happen? What happened there? That was um, dirty. Because we're in with a scouser about a joke. Because <laughs> we're renting the FA Cup out this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've had it for. We just like to let it go on tour every now and then before taking it back. <laughs> that's what we do. Don't be, can't be an support and optimistic and confident, Steve. That just doesn't fit. I mean, the Liverpool defeat in the cup is still one of those almost giddy games because. You know, yes, when, you're joyous, watching, you're right, you know yeah. when you're watching a game and it's just a complete smash and grab and even as the team dominating you get to about 20 minutes to go and you're like, ah, we've really thrown this away here, we might as well just see them score. Yeah. And then I think Jota dived or something. Of course and, he did. Uh, Cheating scouts, of course he did. As soon as they get on a red shirt, they're taught how to cheat. That's what happens up there. Did you hear though, I've just heard it back because I was listening to I remember last week's podcast, did you hear my... Steve came on this incredibly... We were quite political last week, weren't we? We were quite, weren't we? And he came up with, if a manager was to have political slogan because of all the elections this year. Yeah, yeah. I heard that, and Steve had readied his in in advance and sort of dropped you in it. Did you hear my brilliant one for Klopp? This this key's not for turning from his dungeon. 
I forgot what I said it. I, I, I need to stress two things here. One, we are such professionals that we there are. is a, a mandate prior to each episode that goes out, so you could have had come up with plenty. I could have come up with plenty, but don't need the mandate. And you've len- linked me nicely to the two bits of feedback we did get, and I've now forgotten. skillfully forgotten who the second one was from. Brilliant. The first one was from someone called Bob, and I remember that because... That sounds made up, doesn't it? It no, does. Because it's, says, it's what he says when it's from himself. Yeah, it's probably going to be, can we have more of Steve? Because that's normally... Yeah. No, yeah. He, he plays in the Sunday... But what I like about Bob is it's all, any name that you can spell the same forward as you can backward. Oh, actually, it was Bob Jr., which made me realise there's a Bob Sr. out Bob. there, which I think is fantastic. And he... <laughs> decided to take the opportunity to have a dig and say that Emery should have been have a look what you could have won on the basis that he thinks he'll win more stuff than Arteta and that Arsenal got rid of oh, a true winner. This is what you could have yeah, won. This is what you this could is, have this won. Is what yeah. you could have won nice. Which I have to admit when I read I kind of laughed a little bit and then realised it was good. a dig in my direction. Who does Bob Jr. support? He is obviously a spud. He's a of course, nice. that's the only it's reason he messaged. He didn't ball. message because he loves our podcast. He messaged just because there was yeah. an opportunity. Just, that's good though, because that was quite near the end of the podcast. Well, and the second one was, oh, it was a United one, which is always a tad more boring, about making United great again. Although there was brackets of start by getting rid of the manager. <laughs> so yeah, sounds like a, right. I'm actually not that great because I did actually say as soon as you came up with it, I said make Arsenal great again was my first one. Which, so which of course is grammatically correct with the word again on it. So make Arsenal great for the first time. Cool, but one little <laughs> League Cup six <laughs> victory. Exactly. We got it back. Yeah. Chelsea have got their baseless arrogance back after that <laughs> massive win against mid-table championship team. It was good. So, um, you just treated me, yes, Klaus, on the feedback front. Klaus, who, who, I was going to shame actually, because I said to him, could he make it? And he couldn't make it. And he said, but Bruce, we could then talk to each other in the same voice. And he quite fancies trying to work out, can we tell the difference between the two of us? I actually feel a bit sad that Klaus's brother died before Christmas. I feel a bit, I don't want to take the piss out of him too much, it's a bit sad. Just brought the whole massive down. You've just completely into the whole thing destroyed just from So we were talking and he was saying about something, I didn't you mentioned it on Monday night and I feel a bit bad about that actually because I wasn't very sympathetic. You may have wanted to think about that before the impression. I know. God, so God, horribly wrong. This is not the first time I ever edit this podcast. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Anyway, sorry about that, Klaus, but definitely a shame. Well, that's why he did say he could have made it last Wednesday. It was just the two of us and our thoughts. But um, So we have to get him on there. I also feel this might be the second time we've had Paul on, and at some point you've implied that he was the <laughs> substitute. No, Paul was, there. Paul was there when it was all folding out because it was like game two. Because it does take us to Monday Night Football, actually. Here we go. No, Paul. I wish we'd move on. Actually, <laughs> no, actually, seriously, Paul on my side had a blinder because we were getting into quite deep trouble, weren't we? We were looking like we were going to get told. We, it, this, the score was... It was drifting yeah. away from us, Steve. We were coming second by a distance, yeah. Despite the first goal of the game. Guess who scored that, Steve? I'm feeling this, this is an extremely painful episode. This is a very painful episode. <laughs> what happened was I basically tried to pass the ball to Harry. Harry, back on the source, totally missed the ball. 
Rich gets better in goal, was expecting Harry to kick it really hard at him because he totally missed it. it my, basically, my cross from the halfway line went straight into the goal. I scored the first goal, 30-yard screamer, of course, it became, despite the actual film evidence that it trickled in. And reading goal. Though. Bruce did give it possibly the most English celebration ever. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just scored. But <laughs> 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 I was trying to get him from the direct, he was quite did he touch that? I think he did touch that, it's my goal. And yet still better than Shearer's one hand in the air. I don't quite like it. That's the only thing I like about Shearer, that goal celebration. It's so dull, but that's all he ever does. <laughs> what I keep promising, Jules, who does the, the cameras, because he puts cameras up, so we can actually put a goal on the Instagram account, actually, if I know how to do that. But even Jules, because he always says, why don't you do it? Because I always say, when I score, which happens once every six months, I'll run up and kiss the camera. Because every time I score, I'm so surprised, I forget to kiss the camera. So your response to scoring is to steal Steven Gerrard's celebration? Yeah, is that what he does? I'll tell you what I'll do then. I'll do that one. I think of Rooney about going up the camera. I think about Rooney Rooney in many... Troubling ways of old women and things that he shouldn't be doing. Kissing cameras is the least of the his least problems. So you're right, driving. I've driven. That's between you and your therapist, that one, Steve, I think. It's buried deep in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a shiver before those two kissing anything. But, um, yeah, so Monday night was good because actually Paul did have a blinder, didn't you? Is it just oh. me? I thought you was the best game I've seen you play. Do you know what, it's about the second or third game I've had this year and my fitness has been off, so I was just determined to run around like a... Yeah. So I think I just run around a lot, no, more than well, usual. No, no, I, yeah, I don't run around a lot either, but no, you were running around with good effects because you were doing both ends of the pitch. So I thought it was a good, well, genuine, actually. I'll take I, it, I, I I'll take it. it. I, I said it at the night, so I thought it was So that was good. Weekend, I did, what else did I do? Go out. Too much on Friday, out to the mag on Saturday. It was quite a quiet weekend actually, didn't do an awful lot. There's a rather alarming turn of events in the McRae house up though. A puppy. Somehow James decided we need another dog. I mean, how many? Surely one dog's enough in any As in you already have? We've got, no, we've got Winnie the Lurcher. She's no, as in you now have a puppy already. She's basically put a down payment on a puppy in a forsaken place near East Grinstead. Very concerned about it. <laughs> so I'm not sure I can cope with two dogs. So we two. did that, and that is now quite concerningly looking like we're going to. Have so, two so dogs. I'm very keen to get a dog, but my other half thinks that I lack the sort of maturity to be responsible for a dog. And um, you do. She's right. We've, I mean, we've, right. we've raised two children. Yeah. That's fine, but a dog no. is apparently beyond the pale. I it's think you're, it's beyond you. Or, frankly, you're an irresponsible idiot. You shouldn't be allowed anywhere near a dog. Well, what you'll find is you'll be fine. What we find, I'm good at taking Winnie out of all that stuff. Gemma's quite good at the training bit. I'm less good at the training bit. She's very good at the training bit, and then I'm quite good at the running out. But I just, I don't know. I mean, puppies are hysterical. You should, how old are your kids? 12 and 9. Yeah, get a puppy. It's totally, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great idea, know. isn't it? Every now and then, you have to go out on a limb, take an executive, I don't, as a rule, don't make any executive decisions about household business, but every now and then, you should make an executive decision, and a puppy is one that you won't regret. In fact, I happen to know of a puppy that's got a down payment on it at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> you could have. <laughs> Lovely puppy. 
But yeah, no, definitely get one. Did we okay. miss which breed? Well, it's another lurcher. This another one's a lurcher. Whippet Bedlington cross, which is still a lurcher. Anything bred with a Whippet or a side hound, like a greyhound, so is basically a lurcher. Lurcher entertainment isn't a breed. It's basically, you have to have bred it with, they're like mongrels. Winnie the lurcher is Whippet, Greyhound, Border Collie, Bedlington. So basically a lot of people go, oh, is it a lurcher? It's not hard to be a lurcher. Now, are you going to try and get in and name it? I was going to say, yeah. Is it going to be Chelsea, Chelsea legend? Yeah. No, sort of? no. I didn't want to try. Mickey Joy. what I was talking about. Little Dennis Wiles. My... Oh, it's quite good. Dennis. Dennis. And they are... They're poachers' dogs. They were basically bred to poach. And they're good at hunting. They're good at rabbits, foxes, rats, oh, and that sort of thing. With the recent loss of uh, Terry Venables, you could name... Terry for a dog? Terry. Piers, my farmer mate, or not Piers here mate, not Piers football mate. but He knows mate. two Pierses. That's he the most Chelsea Pierces. thing He knows two Pierses and we almost have a Bruce backup for when Bruce can't make it. Who's another <laughs> Chelsea fan apparently. Who's really? that? Is it, I'm sure we had a Bruce lined up almost to cover you when you were going to go to France. Was that a Bruce? Harry's mate Bruce. Harry's mate Bruce. Yeah, he's a Chelsea supporter, yeah. So we've got two Bruce Chelsea old, fans on the bench. These are old. Well, Piers is an old English name. Bruce is actually a Scottish name, despite having everyone shout Bruce at me in Australian because of the fucking Monty Python years ago. Quite a funny sketch there. But, see, I've lost my train of thought. Piers, farmer Piers' friend, he couldn't believe I wouldn't call Winnie, or we wouldn't call Winnie Pikey. That was what he wanted to have to write, Piers. Shouting pikey at your dog in Hampstead Heath, not land. Yeah, it's that, not going to land. When it comes to naming children, that's my, that's my guy. Just imagine, when you think you've got the name, just imagine yelling it across Hampstead Heath after they won't listen to what you want them to do. It's probably very similar with dogs. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You've got to be careful, but actually, part of me regrets it because I think actually most people would laugh if they heard you shout pikey at a dog that was a lurcher, except maybe the pikey. It's the hostility of that. The hostilities of that section that are to choose not to love are the ones you have to worry about. That's the vote. (laughs) The ones that might take offence, the ones you don't want to be offended. So yeah, so uh, that's yeah, that was my weekend. So quite good one. I think it was probably built. It was mostly anticipation about Tuesday, which went well. What about you, Paul? What did you get up to? Did you get to see the? I mean, disappointingly, of course, Scousers. No, I watched that in here, yeah. Did you? Can yeah, you I arranged to watch it with um, our friend Shagger. Shagger? <laughs> um, he, Ian, has yeah. He, has it fallen off yet? That's <laughs> <laughs> getting a lot of abuse, that. He's, 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 a, he's a man in a, in a committed relationship at the moment. Um, with himself. He, he just has the air, <laughs> just has the air of a, a man who isn't. Um, well, he turned up, we were watching local Bournemouth, and he turned up in the 75th minute. So that was, you know, Commission, yeah. it was great Easy. to have his company for yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, we had, I have a regular fireside game on Thursdays and we had our Christmas curry on Friday. At the, Sounds um, like plagiarism, that. Who uh, came uh, up with the idea of a curry? I believe that's a, a, a since time immemorial oh, type yeah. thing, isn't it? Actually, you know, it's what you do. I didn't realise you, you had another lover. You've got another football game. I have several, oh, yeah. That was so fickle, wasn't it? I was playing last night. It was floozy. Were you? Yeah, yeah. In a league in Finchley Park. Bloody hell. Can't get enough. 
I'm impressed. Yeah, this is why I'm not allowed a dog. <laughs> <laughs> See now, it's only another excuse to go out of the house. That was funny. Actually, yeah. you should say, I mean, not that we can, not we own any kind of loyalty whatsoever, but Harry's Palava are playing on Saturday night at the O2. So, I yeah, so he mentioned it. On I Monday, thought it was last Saturday, it. but it's this Saturday. On Monday, he mentioned it, and we're all sat around going, yeah, that'd be great, we'll all... Even Nathan was there saying he'll come along, we're all keen to go. And then he's messaged around saying it's 6.30. And I'm just, That's quite early. It's quite it? early, That's yeah. Quite early. But it, it'd be great. We absolutely will all be there. Sorry, Harry, yes, we're all very enthusiastic. Say Paul. <laughs> Definitely be there. But yeah, so what was your so your weekend was just what were you up to? Well, so it? yeah, I turned that curry into a I got home at three. Oh my God, really? Yeah, well, it was that in Whitechapel? It takes a while to get home. It sounds like my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> so, but at three o'clock in the morning? Yeah. So, Friday and I, night? Yeah, and I, I, I do rugby coaching on Saturday morning. So I got through that and then I, I committed myself to bed for the rest of the day after that. I, I was Did pretty much say, spent. Did you say, I think I picked up something on the bus home? Yeah, I had a, I had a bad sandwich at lunch. <laughs> and, that you were really popular. <laughs> like the sound of this. Imagine how that got done in my house. Well, don't have to imagine. It happened quite regularly. Good. Right. So we've done. I think we've done the weekends. I've done the weekends football. So it was this. I mean, it was good Arsenal one actually, because anyone but Scousers, as we know, and actually, frankly, anyone but City as well. So you would pick Arsenal winning definitely over, over those two. I've, you know, Sh- no surely games. the neutrals rooting for Villa. They're still above Arsenal. Oh no, yeah, actually, no, you're bloody right. Villa first, then Arsenal, then Man City, then the Taliban, then. <laughs> is that that order? Is that how you refer to Tottenham these days? <laughs> no, Tottenham. Because we had the. Um, it was funny when you had played Tottenham in the Champions League. Of course. Very confusing for Chelsea. It doesn't take a lot to confuse Chelsea sports, but that was you know, the axis of evil playing each other. I think, well, who do you want to win? And it was quite interesting because some people wanted Liverpool to win on the basis that our song about and Tottenham have won fuck all again goes if they win the Champions League. So that was that was one of the thinkings. But I was going, no, can't ever want Liverpool to win. Imagine it. What was that? Well, in the end, it was. Was that six times now? Is it six? Six, six, yeah, six, yeah, six. We've won it six times. I mean, it's just great every time. Does your order of preference change if Villa dumped you out of the FA Cup at the weekend? No, no, it's definitely Villa, because then it's going to be Leicester and Villa have have won the league more recently than Liverpool and Arsenal. Not more recently. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure... As many Less times as, but not, not more recently. Yeah, because it's quite established on this podcast, we've made absolutely clear, that one didn't count because it was COVID and the whole season was null and void. But it was the best trophy parade in football history. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. But yes, so no, definitely Villa. I'm mean, not too... I can really hard and rustle up a lot of animosity towards Villa, isn't it? Oh, uh, near Did impossible. You, at the hang on, they won the European Cup, didn't they? Yeah, eighty-one. Yes, and they 81. were quite—they were quite gloaty with us for a quite well until we won it because that was their thing. Them and Nottingham Forest used to love coming to us, and they'd always—well, not quite like that. They'd always have a 
tinfoil cutout of the Champions, you know, the European Cup. And they'd all, you'd always see them, they'd always hammocks. That was their one thing with Chelsea over the last 20 years. Good, okay. So, should we do a bit of fantasy just for you? Well, I'm a tad distracted because... Something's happened. I'm reading about how Barcelona, Chelsea and Arsenal lost the most money through player transfers in world football over the last decade. I feel like the Liverpool fans should have probably been the one to read them. Well, we've lost, lost the most, most money... In terms of net in and out. I mean, yeah, so we're kind of... No, I'm not at all surprised we're top of that, but I'm surprised you are. Well, so I've got an Arsenal fan who, who constantly laments this thing. So one thing Chelsea are good at, and I'm loath to give you any credit, <laughs> it would be a problem. is that each year Chelsea sell about 20 youth players for about 5 million each. Yeah. Well, Chelsea were um, the complete model of like a... Factory property development. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yes. They did quite well out of it, even though some of them... You went through a spell where you sort of kept winning the yeah, FA you, you, You're taking it too far at the moment. Let's sell our captain. He's from the youth team. Yeah. Yeah. Just... I know. Well, you know, obviously watching Sad and De Bruyne being the best two players in the league got a little bit upsetting. How did they get let go? Bizarre. And, and letting Matic go for free and then buying him back for 60 million or something ridiculous. Or... God, I'd forgotten that we had him already and yeah. got him back again. But actually... Do you remember his screamer against Tottenham in the FA Cup? What, the one that you forwarded to the WhatsApp group already this week? Well, it's almost exactly like mine. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I forgot I'd done that. I thought original. Of course I wasn't. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, well, I'm not surprised by that, Steve. That's not surprising information. Our, we've bought some real handlers for a lot of money. A lot of them were coming onto the pitch. <laughs> yesterday. Well, the well I'm not surprised we crept in there solely with a name drop for Nicolas Pepe, who of course we Wonderful. signed for 72 million and then let go for free and just tried to terminate his contract oh, really? to get rid of him. I'm not sure we've done anything that catastrophic. We've definitely bought people and then sold them for half price. I'm not sure we've bought someone and let them go for free. Maybe uh, Lukaku, actually. Didn't you buy Lukaku back yeah. for quite a sum? No, we actually twice with Lukaku. We bought him for a lot, sold him for less, then bought him for even more, and I think he's basically gone for nothing. He used to be. I feel like we need Harry to check, but wasn't he the most highest transfer feed player? Mm, I no, think. I thought that was an Elka. No, Lukaku no. dwarfs an Elka. I know, you must be right, actually. Absolutely. Because he's been everywhere, hasn't he? He's been booked. He goes everywhere, and he somehow gets there with a £100 million price tag each time. And yet, the fact is, he just doesn't score. He doesn't play in big games. He can score goals, obviously, but he doesn't. Big game... It's like is the opposite of like a Salah or a Drogba where you know they'll sort of turn they'll up. step up. They'll yeah. turn up. He just where's he gone? He's quite a big bloke to go missing. Big, well. yeah, to hide in someone's pocket. <laughs> just to... Well, I, I started the season when I was watching sort of Serie A results come through, thinking, oh wow, he's really not doing it for Inter Milan, yeah. and then realised it was because he was at Roma. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he seemed that he travels around. Who so just much. sacked Mourinho? So who just sacked Mourinho? And I presume yeah. it was Mourinho that got him there. Because Mourinho, I think, quite likes him. Bizarrely, don't know why. Anyway, so back to fantasy, Steve. I'm trying to get you onto the thing that just, we're supposed to be talking about. Just, just leave that there. <laughs> so one of the other reasons. That, 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 yeah, I can see that's <laughs> very, definitely uh, very disappointing. Uh, is Paul, are you actually top of? No, no. Shows? So. 
You take a name from Thomas the Frank Engine. Not Only because quite. Thomas Frank Engine is in Japan modelling. They still have the internet in Japan. There's no way we're going to confuse you and Obi with that. Ouch. Now I'm going to confess, I haven't actually. <laughs> a dodgy clock lookalike. I haven't even come close to checking my team because of this bizarre month-long. You didn't do very well. Actually, no, I think you're all right. I didn't do that bad. I feel like I had more points on my bench than in my team at one point. Well, I, le- I left. I left twelve points on my bench. I could have broken the hundred barrier this week if I'd picked the right team. I'm not sure telling someone who has sixteen points on their bench that leaving twelve. Yeah, I, I mean, the only well, thing I had 14, is, but you've got to take some out to put them in, kind of thing. So 55, and oh, like I say, Saka was the. I feel like it might be time to drop Saka. It's not, yeah, it's not done much recently. He's having that kind of season where he's getting booted up the air quite a bit. Is that what uh, it is? I don't actually. I think it's cutting holes in your socks. I, I think I, this is a step backwards. When you start doing that, I think you've lost the start to copy, copying <clears throat> Connor. Well, do you remember the. Straps across the nose that Robbie Fowler. Robbie Fowler nose strips, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sort of came and went. And now I'm assuming that holes in the socks for calf circulation are the next big so, thing. I mean, this is alarming because having anything in common with Fowler's disgusting. But I'm wearing those straps across my nose as well at night. And it's not because I'm an elite athlete because Gemma said if I don't stop snoring. Bumble solid beginning with D. Well, thank you for ruling out being an elite athlete. (laughs) (laughs) You confused, Steve. Didn't want you confused about why I was doing that. So, um, yeah. God. I mean, presumably that's foul that's doing that because his nose almost collapsed all the cocaine he was smoking. I can't even say allegedly. (laughs) There's just no room for manoeuvre there. I, I don't think smoking was the issue. No, snorting. Snorting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't think that was the issue? That probably was, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Fair to him. So, yeah, in terms yeah. of... So, so you're doing really well, Paul. So why is that? Why are you doing so well? No, I, well, I wildcarded this week. So... Right, wait. Wildcard, I think I've done a wildcard. I've done that. What is that? I've forgotten. That's where you can just... You change the whole team. Once in the first half of the oh, season. Oh, you changed the whole team. Oh, you've done that. Even I, though I did the that. transfer window's still open. Because Steve's so waiting... Yeah, whatever. So I've done, I've done, I've done my wild card and free hits for the season, though. So I'm kind of you shot your load, as Steve rather disgustingly calls it. I've spaffed that one you up the wall quite successfully, that though. All over the floor. Yeah, you wasted yeah. it. Well, no, though, obviously not wasted it because you're one point behind Thomas the Frank Engine. So we w- when we went to the pub on Monday, I was hoping that rather randomly Sarabia from Wolves, if he if he'd got an assist, I would have gone top. And he didn't. But he didn't. There was no goals, so it was a bit of a useless. Oh, look. and the pub was showing Leicester instead, so it was a little bit. It was a bit strange, wasn't it? But actually, bizarrely, Rich, patron saints, he very astutely had the Bruyne on as captain. That's quite clever. Did it do him any favours? Sixty-nine points. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. Well, he, he so he's catching me up rather disappointingly. And the, the big, the big mistake of the week is haven't Jota clue, yeah, didn't who didn't Jota. have Jota in their team, and he scored nineteen points. I thought that's quite a symbol, though. I thought he it did fits. It, he did very badly, actually, Harry. Maybe that's another reason he failed to bother to turn up. Actually, you did all right, Steve. But you're right. Yeah, Arsenal's no. contingent let us down badly, didn't they? they I, I kind of figured Saka would. With taking corners, boots. at least get an assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fixtures weren't prime for an obvious captain beyond Palmer. 
And obviously if I have to choose between Chelsea and Arsenal, I was going Arsenal against a very poor Palace team. I gave Palmer the armband, yeah, he did all right. No moral fibre at all. No, no, no. He's got, not only has he got Palmer, he's like Harry has, who said he'd never play a Chelsea player. He's been captain. I mean, as I was explaining to you. I'm wondering why I've said no to Salah. As I was explaining to you on Monday, Bruce. We don't mind Chelsea anymore. Yeah, that's so not a threat. Also, I clearly don't think there's anything you want after the Carabao. Just in case we win. There are bigger teams to hate, you know. Well, I clearly brought. Um, that is, that is um, Chelsea chant. Okay. All right, we get it. You're in the cup. But it was actually Liverpool that partially helped mess up my team because I kept Solanke in on the basis that he must be desperate to yes. score. Yes, because you know, the revenge of the ex. Barely, touch, barely touched the ball, really, didn't Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointing. Saka, nothing. Solanke, nothing. Just the thing about Bournemouth. Bench thriving. Proper football team, Bournemouth. Out there, that, that's the trouble. You can't rely on them up against teams like Liverpool to do something. We'd had someone like Southampton. Where are they now? Are they in the Championship? Yeah. Yeah, doing well. They look like they're heading back. Second really? or third, yeah. Yeah, going to be yeah, tight be between. Quite nice. Yeah. Sort of in the regions of Leeds, Southampton, and Leicester. See, it could, it could be just the, the three relegated teams <laughs> go <laughs> down, the three promoting uh, yeah. teams switch. go down. Yeah. And that is assuming that the whole taking points off of Everton every other month, which I'm sure Paul's loving to some level. Yeah. I I would love... (laughs) That's so funny, isn't it? Everton have given us so many near misses with relegation. They've they've got to go at some point. And I would quite like it to be in a totally unjust manner of them being deprived of 40 points. Because allegedly Liverpool supporters and Everton supporters like each other because they're brothers and they're all very lovey-dovey. Harry was sort of saying all that and then admitted when there was a chance that Everton would get some relegated, they were in Liverpool with a half their family at Everton Sports and the other half uh, relatives are Liverpool Sports. Liverpool Sports were there with red flares so that if Everton got relegated they were going to let them off in the house because it's in Liverpool so that's what yeah. they do. And I think that doesn't sound very loving, does it? That doesn't sound like we're mates. I, I, think, I'm, I think I'd be quite happy for them to come back up but just... <laughs> Just to laugh at just, them for a bit. Just, just once, it'd be nice. Because Everton have... Is it they've been in the top division for the longest or have had the most years in total in the top division? They've got some record. Yes, like I think you're right. I think they might be the... Are they the only team that's never been relegated? I think that's Arsenal. Arsenal have never been relegated. That's why none of them... That's why they're supporting with such that nonsensical well, question. Well, I'm assuming this is that you've actually had the rest so, of the gummies so, on your way here. Yeah. <laughs> There was a call for a gummy out there somewhere, Steve. I think hopefully I lost it. Anyway. So it's Everton have been there the longer, uh, no, the most, the total, highest total number of years in the top division, I think, and it's Everton. So you just want that, you don't like that, because bitter, like that. twisted, bitter. jealous people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's all they've got over us. Same again? What you, well, actually, don't say same again, or you are. Yeah, Boltmaker, please. Boltmaker. I'm good. I'm still doing the dry January. Very good. One of us should achieve. Yeah. So, so I was in the pub with Bruce on Monday, and he he's explained what he did last night: you know, the gummy and the good mixer. I mean, this is the worst dry January I can think of. He's definitely of. having the wettest dry January I think I've. Uh, <laughs> he he his missus. It's gone beyond it, moist now. His missus does call it moist, but I think it, moist ran out within the first week of January. Yeah. I. It's a fairly poor show. I mean, I, I would never attempt such a thing. I feel like Harry is, um, gets a lot of the slack for his debauchery and drunken ways. 
and Bruce gets to live in the shadow of a very similar lifestyle, <laughs> travelling up Kentish Town on dodgy line bikes at 3am in the morning. Yeah, imagining that God knows what, he's had a quarter of a gummy. Having a quarter of a gummy, so he, 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 he does well, he kind of gets into the, I'm the owl of the group, the wiser, and then comes back and tells us about his weekend, which invariably involves about eight different pubs, <laughs> pizzas, 3am finishes, the good mixer. Maybe he's sort of Harry's inspiration, maybe that's kind of, you know... He sees Bruce still doing it, you know. Well, if we ever take the podcast on the road, it's safe to say that we couldn't book back-to-back nights. No. (laughs) So depending on recovery times, I think it would end up having to be maybe every four days. (laughs) And having continued guests lined up to replace Harry. Yeah, yeah. So is that that the future of the, the pod then? Go on the Go road on. to all the adoring fans who are desperate to see us tour the UK. Wow. So th- th- there's groupies out there? I, in my world, there's always groupies out <laughs> there. <laughs> in Harry's world, there's probably definitely groupies out there. Yeah. Wow. And I don't want to know what's out there in Bruce's world. But all the next stop is Wembley Bridge for... See if we can get Harry there with Bruce. Are you going to go? Well... I'm going to make every effort to go. I was just asking Bruce beforehand if he would be able to easily get tickets, and he said it wouldn't be straightforward. But I used to... So, as I, as I mentioned earlier, I've got two sons, and a friend of a friend, you know, knowing someone, got me tickets to take Louis, my eldest, to a game. And now my youngest is saying, when, when are you going to take me? But my contact's gone cold. Ooh, pressure and, is and on. Even getting a ticket for an away game, you know, in, in London, you have to have a D1, uh, an L1 postcode or something. It's really kind of... Or you have to have a purchase history of going to Carabao Cup away legs, that kind of thing. It's kind of... It's near impossible to get tickets to any sort of... Well, through the look, proper channel. Far, far be it for me to take the podcast to too serious a level, but it kind of creeps into... When you hear someone talking about the difficulties getting tickets... It kind of the, the big talking point over the last week, of course, has been the racism kicking off in football again, and teams being deducted points. And one of the counter arguments of that, of course, is that you would have fans sabotaging clubs. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, when you think how difficult it is to get tickets, and the you know by now you should. Uh... Cheers. Welcome Cheers. back. Can, do you do this with like, soft drinks? So I was just mentioning that obviously racism has been big in football this week. Yes. And the idea that you would take points off of teams and, you know, this mythical idea that Liverpool fans would creep into Old Trafford, make racial remarks so that United could get docked points, this idea that this was feasible of course they but when do you look that. at how hard it is to get tickets and the fact that by now you should probably know not who's Man United isn't Steve not Man United I, I used the worst team <laughs> 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 Anyone uh, freaking old stadium but what do we think we what are too many seats at that place is this like a realistic punishment or is well I, I, you know I was all set to agree with you until you put that option in and that's exactly what Liverpool supporters would do but you wouldn't get it's exciting. Why is this being made at the store of Liverpool fans? <laughs> Steve did it. 
No, but you wouldn't. <coughs> They're so sneaky. Is there a... Is there I mean, a... it's genius. I wouldn't even occur to me to do that, but... Is there really, how many grounds in the Premier League with prices and ticket allocations are you really creeping in to such an extent? One fan isn't going to do it. You're not going to have one fan I, yeah. on his own, on his of, own yeah. who's going to stand up, say something outrageous <laughs> and then be like, oh, okay, well, there goes Arsenal's next 20 points. It's yeah, just, it's a good point, isn't it? I mean, no, I think, it's the thing about the point deductions, we said this last week about, you know, shite owner, financially irresponsible, punish the fans by taking points off the team because we were talking about Reading last week. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking, yeah, it's not a proper, appropriate... I mean, the thing is, you should get them, the ones that are shouting, and they should... I don't think they say they get lifetime bans, don't they? So why would they lock them up? But it, I don't it, understand it, how they get... It doesn't seem so that difficult, does it? So what, what tends to happen them. is that the reports yeah. of racism come from the players on the pitch. They, you know, oh. they say to the ref, you know, someone's just yelled this. But... It's not, it's not, they're not yelling it. The player's not the only player who can hear it. There's no, 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 everyone else. And the, and the fans around. Yeah, so, I mean, it should be, po- it should be possible, perfectly possible for, you know, a, stu- a steward doesn't have to confront the person yelling it. They can just, just go and check the number. Well, no, but they can just radio through to, yeah. to the referee and, you know, halt the game until... It stops. Until, until, until whoever, whoever's yeah, responsible. Right, right. It is never, it's only ever the player, isn't it? That it's only ever the player. Yeah. You think, well, hang on, there's a linesman, there's a ref. They're all in the same place as the player is. But the, the stewards all the around. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a whole player. network of people who can hear it. And, it and you don't have to confront the person. <clears> you can just, everyone around has heard who it is. Well, I suppose there's, that also raises the, I mean, I don't want to say wrong impression, but we're assuming how many fans per time are, are doing this? Is it one, two, and then you've got the rest around them outraged, staying quiet? Is it a group where it becomes quite intimidating yeah, to be the one yeah. stepping in? I mean, obviously... But, but if, if, you, if you sort of quietly radio through and, and the referee stops the game until, until it's been kind of... Because there was this sort of idea of walking off the pitch, yeah. which is what AC Milan It's always, it's always the player who gets abused who has to lead the walk-off, and it's quite yeah, a lot I on think them. You're right. I think you're right. And actually, that is a good point. If they stop the game, and or they don't have to say who it is, they say, over there, this chanting has been heard. We're stopping the game. If that happens again, we're walking off. And actually, maybe you're right, I'm walking off, and the defaults go, the points go to the other team. And then you say that. I think yeah. right, it would be better that way because you're right, they don't really confront it and it is always the player. And you think, well, how are they the only person that's heard it? It's yeah. not right. And you know, Chelsea, possibly the most politically correct supporters in the land, but I have heard some slightly dubious comments in the past. And it, it has gone 99% of it, but in the 80s, it was horrendous. The racist stuff about Paul Covey was mm. disgusting. I mean, absolutely and disgusting. So the only thing like this that I've experienced. Um, was when, not racism, but it was a Liverpool fan. I was, we, were, we were at the um, London Stadium, away at West Ham. And a Liverpool fan got up and started chanting Munich 58 songs about the air crash, the, the Munich air crash. And Liverpool fans just sort of, the, the fans around me thankfully just turned on me and just said, you know, shut the F up. You know, yeah. what, why is that relevant? Why are you, yeah. you know? Why are you doing that now? Yeah. So, so you know. So do you feel like maybe the. Fans have probably got biggest. The, the fans are probably the one. I mean, I, I totally can appreciate a sort of intimidating. Maybe you've got a kids with you. 
Yeah. And it can be quite difficult to someone who's spitting bile and yeah, because they're obviously by definition. And I'm assuming it's not. Nice actually, yeah. I'm assuming it's not actually one because if you've got ten thousand people and there's one in the middle, obviously the numbers. Yeah, maybe it's slightly different if it's one person. If it had been if it's 20, a pop, been twenty, if it's, a bit yeah. if it's even yeah. five, yeah. six, seven, yeah. then suddenly you need the fans around you to follow suit. One yeah. of you has to go first to say this yeah. is not acceptable. He's over here. Point him out. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really do that on hope that everyone else is going to jump in and back you up. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting because the fans probably have the most direct way of making I mean, an it impact. It's quite strange ones. I've been Mr. Stylist because I'm getting the drinks, but who? It was a couple of weird places that this happened this week. It was AC Milan, which obviously. Oh, well, that's not that weird. This not, that weird. not that weird. Not that weird. And Coventry City, was it? That was it. it was that Coventry. was slightly weirder. Who were they insulting? Someone for Sheffield in No, it was. It, was it Coventry? Was it Coventry Sheffield Wednesday? Yeah, I like think that? Sheffield yeah. Wednesday was it then. It was, it was, it was a Coventry player. It was the Sheffield yeah. Wednesday fans, presumably. Oh, it's quite strange, that isn't it? And then I saw. Did you see the one? Because Brighton gets subjected to a lot of homophobic chanting because it's Brighton, and there's the stuff that they get. They had a list for the police to listen out for insults. And it was outright. I mean, they list the things. <laughs> I'm sure if it was put together because people had heard that shouted or they were just thinking of any potential insult that could be bandied about. But it was quite bizarre. Because I mean, when we get, Chelsea obviously get called rent boys, which is offensive if you're, well, I suppose if you're a rent boy, is offensive. Who's it offensive to? Because I don't, it's at that point, it does cause they get into trouble. Other team supporters have got into a lot of trouble for using that phrase. And I sort of think, where is it in your head that you shout that sort of stuff? I mean, I don't really... Well, I don't want to trivialise it, but I kind of feel like if you had an in-play experiment to see what can you get away with in your seat without getting ID'd and carried off, where is the threshold? If you light up a cigarette, I, tell you what you can I get bet you're, gonna, you're probably going to get dragged out. with a gummy bear and a <laughs> you you can, you can But if you light up a cigarette, you're probably going to get dragged out pretty quick. You're right. So you can get ID there. No, you're right. You yeah, don't yeah. see. That's true. You don't. You see vaping. Even with vaping, Nige, that confusion of all oh, that might be a vaping. vaping. I might have a couple of toes, but not many. But you're right. Cigarettes don't. Funny, at vaping, it's harder to spot that because it doesn't really linger, and it's not like there's no smoking gun, as it were. And we've discussed before. In certain grounds, if you make it apparent that you're actually an away fan creeping in the home end. Maybe for your own safety, you get dragged out quite quickly. That's fairly quickly south police. That was goons got taken out very quickly. The method is there. It just feels like. No, you're right. Exactly. There's certain. Yeah, it's almost like with the willpower's not there, so they don't. They don't really do it because you're right. Other things get stopped. We had a. Now we've got our end is standing. You know, standing now. But for seasons, this steward all he would do is tell everyone to sit down. That was his job. So we're, hang on, we're behind the goal and we're standing up <laughs> on seat, you know, not on seats, but in seats. So it's not danger because there's, you know, it's not like the old days we could all get pushed 30 yards down the terraces. And I think, what a waste of time. And of course, what we do, you get everyone to sit down and then somebody's going, and then funny enough, somebody starts singing, stand up if you hate Tottenham. And the whole end would stand up again. <laughs> it was hysterical and he'd have to start again. I think, what a pointless exercise. And now they've made the whole area standing. Basically, you don't sit down. If you sit, well, you can sit down. You won't sit in it. 
So I think, you're right, there's no real drive for it. If you, that guy was given the new job of going straight to it, you're right, yeah. stewards are in there. They can do it very quietly because it's an easy place and there's loads of people standing up. It doesn't yeah. have, have to approach anyone or in, you know, no, even if you, Even if you complicate it by saying that it's a number as opposed to individuals, the amount of cameras, money, police... Have you seen that documentaries when they're looking for hooligans? They can zoom all yeah. on camera. They can, they can definitely... Can all it's impossible in 2024 to not yeah. know who's sitting in every single seat. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're in a situation where it's not the person because they've somehow sold it, you would still have someone to go back to and yeah. say, well, look, the seat was your responsibility. Because actually, yeah. So you're we the one can, who can't we, be We have a group amongst us, and we pass them around a group of eight or nine, but we'd know, yeah, we'd know. She said who was sat there. We'd know. And yeah. or we've sold it through the Chelsea website. So they know. Yeah, they know who it's impossible that not every single person... Yeah. This conversation started, by the way, by asking if he was going to go to the cup final and how difficult it is just to get a ticket as a fan that's just wants to go and watch the football. Um, well exactly the only reason you've got season tickets is that we'll go but even saying that we've not been you have to get points as well so you get a season ticket you get a certain number of points and then you have to get the release of own points I think we'll be alright but again because we've been fairly dry patch the last couple of seasons the appetite will be that bit well, not on, on the flip yeah. side you think if you start dealing with these kind of fans in ground and putting those seats to people that are genuine, solid football supporters that create the better atmospheres. You know, suddenly the better fans, the, the more behaved fans. I don't know what you're looking at Paul for. I was actually confident well, he's a terrible fan. Well, you have a nice quiet stadium. Yeah, well, only because I've got two people to look at and I know one is not a good example. <laughs> you see, I mean, was that sort of my, f- you know, I know someone who stood up and started singing about Munich for basically Paul, did it? <laughs> got told off by all the others. <laughs> and my then eight-year-old son in company. <laughs> you were behaving yourself. It was funny. Um, Liverpool fans have a particular, Scousers don't have a particular word that I think is quite unique to the area that, um, that Louis hadn't heard before. So he was, he was just sat next to this shouty man who just all the way through called everyone a gobshite. Yes, yes. And, and, and you've not heard that, it's just, just, sort of just in awe at this, the, the volume mm. and consistency of swearing from this guy. Gobshite! Gobshite! I feel that word is not used enough. I feel like that word should come back again, yeah. It should be more uh, universal. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good one. word, isn't What's it? What's the one? The sc- Shithouse has come back, so gobshite should be, you know, uh, equally. Gobshite, the one I like. I might take gobshite over shit. Really? Maybe, wow. yeah. The one I like, which I think it's Glaswegian, but I could well be off, is Bampot. Bampot? Yeah. That's great. It didn't mean anything. That's, it's quite. I thought it was come from Bampot, so it was a bit crazy. It's quite. It's almost affectionate. Oh, yeah, you're a bit up there. You're probably. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, not, it's from Bampot. It's insulting, is. Um, Gobshite, you're right. It's a bit more. If you, did some, if you did something a bit silly, someone called, oh, you're a Bampot. Yeah. And that's just the Scottish. Yeah, they're just taking the R out. Yeah. I can remember being really insulted once when I went to a farmer's market. And the guy serving me was convinced <laughs> I was a Chelsea fan. <laughs> I was just like, this is outrageous. Because you looked intellectual and happy. Were you smiling? I must have looked like no, I was about it. to kick that's off. Oh, there you go. You were just there, just trying to get some, yeah, some tapenade for, for, for some bits how for that, later. How did that come out? Well, how did he turn on? We're guessing he wasn't happy here at Chelsea's water. I think I said something about a 
this was going back quite a few years ago. I think I'd said something about a defeat, and it had been one of those weekends where both Arsenal and Chelsea had lost. Yeah, I'm assuming he was probably a Chelsea fan. Oh, so, so he was. That was he the was first. Being so he went, "Oh yeah, the result." And I was like, "Oh, hold on, no." I am a Chelsea fan. <laughs> this is not. You're just trying to add to your cheese selection, and now you're being told you're a Chelsea fan. <laughs> Actually, moving on this morning at the pond, this life—they're not the lifeguard. The guy taking, you know, t- tapping in. He was a Chelsea. I've forgotten his name. He's terrible. But he was saying, I was saying, yeah, it was great. And I told him how we we'd taken precautions in case it didn't go so well. He said it was great, wasn't it? So sometimes at half time, I said if it's too nerve wracking, I have to have a sort of calm myself down with a joint. <laughs> Proper Chelsea supporter. It's always like he said, but, but it was always even funny. He said, but I didn't have to. I didn't need to calm my nerves because we were falling up. It was quite sad. I think. Well, I don't. You should ever use that as an excuse not to. If the option's there, always take it. I've never s- heard a, a win against Middlesbrough stretched so far. This <laughs> 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 one, it's like really. It's does show. We were down of a new age of Chelsea. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's out there with beating Bayern Munich in their own ground. You've, you've only got to spend <laughs> two billion pounds oh. next summer. And we could give Crystal Palace a run for the money. Actually, yeah. saying about billion, so are we noticing this? Does the, does the transfer market in itself feel a little bit like everyone's oh, nervous think, about getting done? Because I know what it is as well, because they were saying Newcastle can't afford to buy someone, well, obviously can, because the owner's worth 50 billion. What it is, though, I think Everton getting their points done, people like, oh shit. So I, because Chelsea, I think, are the same. Chelsea must be absolutely signing themselves. Whatever. No, but I think the eight, they've stopped this eight year rule that we saw holding. That's why we've got away with it. But they've realised that we can't do it anymore because A, they've taken that loophole away. B, even with that loophole, we must be on the edge of whatever. Well, with the the benchmarks. But I think it's also the same. I think every one of us is. But with the benchmarks, there's going to be a lot of Premier League titles taken off of. City and redistributed, isn't there? Yeah, 115 offences. They won't do that. They won't do they won't that. Do that. They, be... they are also corrupt, so they won't do that. But I mean, from I mean, now on, I think they're probably thinking, oh, well, it, they play the team. I know that the. It's, it's like the guy who gets the gold medal mm. of many years later because the winner was found to be a drug cheat. It's kind of. It, it's, hol- it's a hollow victory. To it's a hollow I mean. And we Liverpool benefit more than anyone. I like the did. We did look into this, and I thought. We don't want that happening because it would be mostly Liverpool that would get titles. I mean, it would be quite funny to have one club win the league during a pandemic when no one can watch and then get another league title that was stripped off of a... No, you're right. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's hardly the same as winning the league. I, I suppose <laughs> Arsenal would take it right now, at least. Wouldn't they? I would take it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I would definitely take it. However, where's the fun in it? You know, there's yeah. no... But celebrate it, that game when you won the league. But yeah. where, what the t- where the titles go aside, when... I know that I keep reading this, the offences are different, but when you have 115 to go through, something, City are going to be in League One, aren't they? If, if you're generally holding like your optimism, I think it's highly unlikely I, they're going to lose. I go and watch a lot of Isthmian League games, and that would be great to see City down there, just kind of. Well, I know at one point, I think Pep the was equivalent, saying he would stay, and I'd love to go to Hackney Marshes on a Sunday and see Pep on the sidelines trying to get City back into <laughs> Stay my arse when he's stone. Good, right. Are we going to do any fantasy or are we just going to leave that well, we this week? Well, we do. I mean, we have games. We're going to, again, be in the middle of a game week next time we record because the games are Tuesday and Wednesday. So let's get this right. Next week, this weekend is just FA Cup games because most 
Premiership teams are still in it, aren't they, Steve? Most of them are, yeah. Most of the big teams. With the exception of the record holder of the cup, that is correct. Yes. He's biting, doesn't normally. Doesn't normally, this is good. So, so okay, so let's... So it's Tuesday, so Wednesday, Thursday, next so we week do is the need game. To do, so we do need to do something by Monday then, I've got because I missed the, completely missed this game week. Totally missed it. Well, the deadline's so, Tuesday. Tuesday at what time? Uh, probably about six or right, so I've got to get all over cities, De Bruyne, Halland. Apparently, he's coming back as well, is he? He's probably about now, yeah. 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 I've, got I've, I've got a feeling it's going to take longer than. I'm giving it the kiss of death that you gave to De Bruyne. Yeah, the problem is, is that for Haaland. Or the kiss of life in this case, one yeah, death. For Haaland, getting back up to speed is. Very different when you've got De Bruyne feeding you. Yeah, you, you can do a lot less and be okay. Sit back in his reclining chair <laughs> just and just nod them in. Just, yeah. just take a little seat. Yeah. Hey. No, that's a good point. Shit, both of them back. I can. I've actually already made my change, ahead, which was though, bringing back De Bruyne. Quite a long way ahead. No, two points. I think two, two points. Yeah. He meant well, for Chelsea. <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't. Mean Disappearing into the distance. <laughs> no, I literally did not. Mean uh, who are yeah. you? Is it City or Villa? Is it, is it, I, I, think it, I think it's five points, but we've got, they've got a game in hand. Right. So, in my mind, in my mind, yes. Yeah, so no, points. I thought it was five points, but you probably. I mean, like, I don't want to look at two faces who seem to be oblivious to what the next league fixture is. I know. Yes. No, I'm not oblivious because we've got the game yeah. before that. But yeah, can't. Like you say, back to the ticket situation. Won't be able to get a ticket for it, and also I'd have to engineer a dubious work meeting up there as well. <laughs> That'd be interesting. That would be quite interesting to I see feel, feel how like deluded we become having beaten Middlesbrough. Bruce at Anfield would be like a. That was great. I love it up there. You're there. You're that, there. that would be wonderful. Just uh, <laughs> trot, trotting out his uh, stereotype. <laughs> just... Well, I told you I almost got murdered at they was at Stamford Bridge, not at Anfield, because. Well, what had happened? I think they got a late equaliser, or maybe they won. But anyway, they were coming out, and we walked into the Liverpool's was coming out, and they were all, hey, so I was going, hey, calm down, calm down. And they were, this to be fair, quite funny. The tour was, will you, Welsh? My accent was very good. Having said that, what he was about to then do was beat the shit out of me. Fortunately, I'd caused enough commotion that the huge policeman turned up, frightened, told the Scousers to behave themselves. We have got until about Wednesday, what, four o'clock to find a way to get Bruce to Anfield in a shell suit. <laughs> I have, I've got, I could slot into the cop and they would never know. I, I have got a, I've got a fancy dress scouser outfit yeah. that Bruce is welcome that. to have. We ain't English, we're scouts. Because chants at them, why don't you speak fucking English? Elasticated waist will fit, fine. <laughs> and they always say that we are English, we're scouts. Ricky Reggie goes down very well at Chelsea career. So not only is our usual recording time bang in the middle of a game week, but yeah. it's also bang in the middle of this game. Oh shit! So we will have to, have to readdress recording times because. Oh yeah, we're over shooting this one as well, aren't we? Christ, we've gone on. We've been what doing quite well. It's your fault. Just Bruce could have it on the laptop. We could sit and watch it. He can't turn. <laughs> he can't turn on a laptop when it goes one 0 down. He needs something to vent at that also wears a Chelsea badge. So we gathered that that's the. That's a good idea. though. should we try and watch it? Should we try and watch it and then do the pod the next day? Do the pod during. 
There's no way we can do that because I'm assuming that Harry would somehow be involved. Harry would and between him and Harry, there would explode. be no load. Harry would explode. Did you ever guaranteed expletives? That'd be great. You'd have to use your sort of safe, family-friendly rating for that one. <laughs> We'd have to kick that box. We never do that. I don't know why we don't never because nobody's listening. That's what we're getting away with it. Okay, right. That is, I think we've nailed it again. There. Anything you want to add, Paul? Anything you felt was any thoughts? No, I'm I'm too scared to be accused of dragging it out too long. You know, no, no, yes, because incur Rich's wrath. Yeah, we did. Rich went mental at the last time you were on. Felt a bit sorry for you. But what about? Right. Hang on, though. There was a question I did want to ask. I quite liked it. Your best ever away trip, which we did last week. Your best was it the West Ham game? Did you win at that? No, no, that was a one-all draw um, against the ball merchants of West Ham. The sort of best, and we talked. About, I listened back to you actually, and it was about because you put a huge amount of effort in, and then unexpectedly it went well. Steve came up with going to Chelsea, which we established with a thirty-minute train journey for him. And just because Canu scored a hat-trick, and I'll get it a bit. But I'm thinking where you put quite a lot of effort in and it went... Well, uh, I was, was going to say... Let's, let's, let's say, not gloss over the weather on such an occasion. It was a bit wet. <laughs> Mine was going to Blackburn. Mine was a way to Blackburn. <laughs> Midweek. It was wet. His was going... It was a moist Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. It was a Saturday. <laughs> it was a slightly wet three o'clock Saturday game. It was wetter than Bruce's January. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that wet. It was not that wet. So yeah, is there one spring to mind where you thought, God, that was worth the effort? So I was anticipating a different question, but I'll, well, I'll go this one. Mine was probably... Answer the question you wanted. I mean, that's what Steve does. My, mine was an away trip. To, again, not, not wasn't a huge journey. Right. It was uh, an away trip to Ayrson Park, back to oh, Middlesbrough yes, again. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, and it was the year where Soonis, it was Soonis' first uh, year in charge of Liverpool. Like, first full season. Yes, yes. And... Um, it was a relegation six-pointer. It was the lowest we've ever been in the league, you know, well into sort of February time. It was terrible. What are we talking about year? 92, 93. Yes, because you did. You, 89, it all ended, didn't it? There was one year, we, we yeah. finished eighth, but in the end, but that was only because we had a, a surge at the end of the season. And we were definitely in the bottom half at this time. And we had such great players as Mark Walters and Paul Stewart playing there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, not the first two you think of from Liverpool. No, not 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 um, not not the greatest. And um, we were in this sort of tiny away fans' pen. It was still standing. Yeah. And it was really really crammed in there. You know, obviously a Liverpool fan. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't great. Yeah. Um, and we were one 0 down. I'm just thinking this is just the worst trip ever. We must have been yeah. twelve. Yeah. And then um, Steve Nicholl of all people scored, and then Ian Rush got a last minute. When I didn't go, it was probably my first ever away game. Um, but, but Ian Rush and John Barnes on my team, yeah, yeah, and seeing yeah, Rush yeah, score yeah, a winner yeah. was just fantastic. And Bruce Grobel, I was sat in the away fan seats, no about way. 10 metres yeah, away yeah, from yeah, me. Yeah. So that was in a proper sort of crocodile Dundee hat. Fucking idiot, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he was a character. He was yeah, a yeah. Yeah, quite like yeah, yeah. I did quite like him. <laughs> that was some very quick reversing. <laughs> no, I know he wasn't idiot, <laughs> he wasn't. but more funny. You're right. I couldn't. You couldn't really hate him. He's undoubtedly killed a number of men, so it's probably best to, if you're recording, be nice about it. Ah, so. Well, has he? He was. He, oh, yeah, he was. He was. He was in the he did national service in the Zimbabwe. Oh, of course. Army. So he, he, he was the, like training. 
she's, he's admitted to having yeah, yeah. it kind of says a lot when we can get to a stage where we can tell a story about someone and not have to say allegedly well he's, he's openly because he's to very it, so open about it yeah. so on, on, the, on the sort of things we might talk about yeah. one of the things was is it okay for a grown adult to wear a football shirt was kind of Oh yes, that was what you were thinking. Oh, I should forget about that. Yeah. You read that. I, I think. So I, I, I swiftly got changed into my. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, you were playing. Were you going to watch it here? Sorry, when we are playing, I, I don't know. I, I think going get, out yeah, the house. Shagger over. Going out the house at quarter past five and coming home at ten is possibly pushing it. Especially after your curry. Yeah, yeah. yeah so well, um, we're glossing over the, the big question. Jim was delighted when I said I was off to the podcast. Is it okay? Yeah, well, I so I've had we have a strict rule, Chelsea. No, except if you're going to Wembley Bridge, and then it's okay. So every game you guys all meet up for, none of you ever wear. No one ever wears a shirt. Is that out of embarrassment? No, it's because I think I think it actually goes back to our early days in the eighties, where you casuals, no one wore colours, because the whole trick was to sneak up on the other supporters and beat the shit out of them. So I think it is acceptable <laughs> to wear a shirt. It isn't, but it's that colour. But the unacceptable thing is this. I'm seeing a name on the back. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where you should draw a line. Yeah, put but your so, own name on it. Well, no, so this was a 40th birthday from the family. And I unwrapped it, I thought, oh, great, Liverpool shirt, that's fine. And then I looked, and I saw there's a name on the back, I thought, oh, no, no, God, no. it's going to be wrong. It's going to be wrong. I've, I've got to look pleased about this. But, um... I can't why did they, the why did they, for me, why, why did they, why did they, why did they pick... I mean, if you've ever seen me play football, I'm, an, I'm, I'm as defensive as they come as well. So putting a number nine on the back is just a complete folly. But he, he is my favourite player. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he actually right. your favourite player? He is actually my favourite. Well, well, at the time. At the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I think that's fine then. That's fine. And I don't think you are, actually. You're not as defensive as I am. Well, that's normally because... But so far we've established you don't wear Chelsea out of embarrassment unless it's Wembley. No, I wear Chelsea at Wembley maximum. At, so with Liverpool, it's hysterical because they'll get so arsy as soon as they see you. And so Paul's was technically like a gimmicky 40th birthday present. But I do own a lot of football shirts. Do you? But all oh, Liverpool, you like... No, 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 no. This is the only... Uh, you like Chris wears whole shirts, City shirts, for no reason. So my... my I even got some potentially shameful shirts. Got a Chelsea's top. So I've got I, I, I my ideal so last my last birthday, oh. we were in Norfolk at the time. Um it's four and a half term week, so we we go to Norfolk. Right. And Laura said, What do you want to do for your birthday? And I said, King's Linner at home. So I went to watch a conference south game and that that's me in heaven, you know, non league football. So yeah, I've got a collection of non-league football shirts. And the most controversial one is that I went to, we were in Manchester one weekend. We were going there to watch England play India in the cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And India um, called it off because they had an outbreak of COVID. Right. So the test wasn't happening. We just got yeah. 80 quid back that we weren't expecting. So we spent the money on sponsoring the match ball at FC United of Manchester, the Phoenix Club. Really? So we, we so there we are, a team formed from Manchester United fans. There we are presenting the match ball at half time and <laughs> having a photo there. Were well, you pissed when you came up with this idea? What was that? Did you not suddenly think, hang on, sort of with the enemy here? Yeah, well, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I had a great day. It was, it was, it was <laughs> fantastic. We got, we got a tour of the stadium beforehand. 
Pie, pie and pea supper before the game. Actually, I've not been to a Hold on, does this movie. picture exist? Sorry? Have you got the photo? Where's that word? I do have a photo, yeah. Well, that's well, that's, oh, the, pod. Yeah, that's yeah. the podcast photo. <laughs> Send it to me. There's me and two schoolmates in our FC in Manchester, FC United in Manchester third shirts. So they wear red, obviously, yeah. the first team. Yeah. Their second strip was yellow and green stripes. Nice. So they only wore the blue shirt that we've got when they're playing against a team that has red, yellow, and green on it. Which is pretty oh, much shirts for a non-league team. Exactly. Yeah. I have to say, so I think, send us that photo. We'll put that. I think in the last decade, the closest I've got to suddenly wanting a football shirt again was not long after Arsenal signed Jesus, and we had this black away kit, which not only looked really nice, but just the idea. It was of, quite nice. Yeah, it was a nice shirt. Having, having Jesus and having Jesus on the back, it just felt like even me, as a grown man, I can get away with yeah, it. This is just me being. Other than that, I don't, I don't think since maybe the Burkamp days, I don't think I've had an... an I've got, funny enough, from Klaus, he gave me a... Because he's got loads of goalkeepers, he's a goalkeeper. goalkeeper You're a Dimitri Karin shirt. And I've, no, I've got... <laughs> no name on the back. We've got a Chelsea... <laughs> Ned's I want to say Samsung, but I've got a Chelsea Samsung black. Bruce, you'd have to get your money's worth to get Ned's Becky on the back. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> How do you spell it? I don't know. <laughs> no one actually knows. Actually, I've said this before, but when Giovanni Van Bronckhurst was at Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal fans got Van Bronckhurst on. Uh, not many, but yeah. those who did got Van Bronckhurst on the back of yeah, their shirts. So obviously, per letter, sort of going down to the oh, socks. Oh. And then he went to was it Barcelona? I think. And instantly became Gio. Gio. <laughs> <laughs> so I always feel of like those Arsenal fans who spend all that extra money, yeah, to get and then you just money. turned up just Gio. That, yeah. that, that's how it goes. Yeah, don't. Well, that famously Aspilicueta. We just say uh, we just called him Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that was immediately arrived. That's too long a name. Now, we didn't think that one of them too complicated names. I can see you in a Commodore shirt. Was it Commodore's? Yeah. No, no, you know, we what, had like the, when, when you're young. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've seen some of their football and hello would be great camp for <laughs> Great track. I, um, no, we used to have loads, but yeah, when you're older, it's only acceptable if you go to Wembley Bridge, which, did I mention, Steve? End of Feb. So come Quite on. tricky, clashing with some Let, Let's things. get over Middlesbrough and say, what is the age cap? When do we cut off? I think 30. I think kids up to 20s, I think you're all right. After that, at a game, it's just not quite right, is it? It's not quite right. And also, but then that is, in a way, maybe it's fine now, but when we were kids, didn't wear colours because you had to be very, very violent in the 80s. I just so I think that's my favourite of the Chelsea away shirt. This that was actually is, that yeah. is Commodore, isn't it? That looks like cause, cause, this is cool. Cool. Yeah, that very yes. uh, grey and orange. I had to Google it by putting Chel- the, the Google search added the Chelsea Paul Furlong away <laughs> shirt. Yes, yes. <laughs> and what is funny about shirts? And it came up with the good. It is that we're sorry about the sponsors of the good old days. Beer, all with beer. Well, no, it's much better than a shite computer. So, no, so no, no, this week, Ivan Torres had to come back from his betting ban. The worst betting shirt. Came out as a, you know, I've got a gambling problem. And there he is. And he's, I know, it's disgraceful. We've talked about this before. Right, but we've got it now. Rich, Rich will be furious. Rich ranting. Spitting fans. Even though he did very well this week on the old fancy. Paul, lovely to see you again. Thanks for coming. Thanks very much, Bruce. 
We will get you on with Harry. Useless old Harry. That's why I'm here. He swore he was coming. Very naughty. Steve? Always a pleasure. I'm off to a sports to uh, buy my next football shirt. Off to, what are you going to get? Chelsea? I might get... Um, no, you're a Chelsea boy, really, Steve. I might get Fulham for the cup final. No, we want the Scousers. Take the Scousers. You have to buy a ticket to win the prize. Cheers, gents. Take care. Take care.